You're listening to My Work in Progress. I'm Heidi Vega, and on today's episode, we are talking about relationships, specifically life partners, and why it's so difficult to find a life partner in this social climate. Um, I am not talking about person to person because every person varies and you might have many different reasons why you can't find a life partner. Um, But I'm talking about generally speaking, why it's hard for people to find other people, uh, those qualities that they're looking for in a life partner. And also, um, I want to just throw out this as a disclaimer, I am not like a relationship expert (laughs) by any means. Um, These are just things that I have observed as far as the social climate, things that I've gone through, and just kind of the overall sense that I am getting. Um, And this might provide some insight for you or some interesting material um, for you. So before I get into that, I do want to invite you guys to like this podcast, subscribe, follow, whatever it is, (laughs) because every different platform for podcasts has a different term for um, subscribing basically to the podcast. So all of those do all of those and don't forget to review 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 i always appreciate your guys reviews it gives me good feedback and uh, don't forget to uh follow me on instagram at it's me heidi v that's where i post updates on this podcast and just kind of keep you guys in the loop so let's get into this episode I guess joining other people and people who use Anchor, I should say, um, to record podcasts and stuff is not a thing anymore. I haven't been on since last week when I recorded, and I'm just realizing that I updated it recently and the layout is different, so... Um, I was a little bit confused by (laughs) that starting off this podcast, but okay, let's just jump into the topic of life partners. When I think of life partner, I think of a very like sensible word phrase for what used to be, you know, just simply your husband or wife or your, you know, that was obviously who you believe to be your life partner. I mean, if you got married to them, right? And um, (laughs) uh, I feel like life partner is a lot more popular than it used to be when I was a kid. And now I feel like marriage itself has gotten a bad rap um, as being something that's not a life partner. (laughs) Like oftentimes you will not marry a life partner because you end up getting divorced and divorce rate going up a lot of people, I think, started switching over to the um, phrasing of life partner because it seemed not to necessarily entail marriage and it was kind of a, another way to say somebody that you're actually looking to spend your life with. And marriage used to be that <laughs> for um, the older generations. And life partner also, I feel like, is a little less romanticized than marriage has been in the past and more than it, 
yeah, more than it has been in the past, I should say. It's almost so far back that it's like when marriage also wasn't romanticized and it was more of a uh, contract between families, you know? Um, it's. I don't think life partners goes that far. I think it's a balance between um, seeing it as something uh, still romantic because romanticism is something that most people still want in their lives, maybe not every day, but um, occasionally, <laughs> you know, and um, but also a balance between that and just a logical s- standpoint of being with somebody for the rest of your life and how you both uh, complement each other in that sense. So that being said, I feel that the qualities that are important in a life partner, generally speaking, obviously I can't speak for everybody, so um, I'm not going to pretend that I know what everybody, (laughs) not everybody is the same and not everybody's looking for the same qualities, but I'm talking about the most general most, um, you know, that most people can agree upon uh, qualities are not something that's very much celebrated in this day and age. I feel that uh, when you look at qualities like being faithful, it's not necessarily something that we like celebrate. Uh, It's something we celebrate maybe within our own communities, obviously, as like a good thing, but we don't celebrate it to the degree of seeing at seeing prioritizing it I guess um in in our in our media (laughs) you know uh, being a life partner in general is not something that I think is promoted or celebrated Uh, you see a lot more interest in people who are not monogamous you see a lot more interest in people who are in open relationships you see more interest in people who are at the edges of the spectrum as far as in any quality and any quality that they might may have so like if if you're average it's not <laughs> it's not a good time for people who are average <laughs> i feel like it, it's so funny because okay if you guys can remember uh american idol right when it was like still fresh uh and that guy, I don't know, I don't remember his name, but he was this like kind of short Asian dude and he sang on American Idol and he was terrible, but he really like belted it out like he as if like the way he was expressing himself, he obviously felt very confident in being so terrible (laughs) at singing and Uh, let me know if like this is definitely I'm like if you guys don't remember this just I'm sure it's on YouTube but um yeah and this guy and and the funny thing is that guy now would not have gained as much fame at that time if it was now like I I said I've said that to a couple of uh friends and stuff that it's so funny how things that became viral and stuff um, back then, in the beginning, earlier stages of the internet, maybe not too early, right, but by the time that YouTube was around and stuff like that, those kind of videos that became viral would kind of, a good amount of them would have got lost in the bunch. Some of them would still have gone viral if they came out today, but 
a good amount of them would have got lost <laughs> in all the videos that are out now, all the content that comes out now. They would have not become viral because you see so much of those videos now, especially like the little kid videos. Um, you don't see those rising to the top of viral videos anymore because all every, uh, trust me, every kid <laughs> has their quirks and every kid does like the most cutest or silliest or craziest thing. And now it's just kind of like, yeah, like, okay, yeah, that's, it's not new, <laughs> right? Um, there's still obviously kids that make it to Ellen and stuff even today because they're amazing at gymnastics at three years old for example or something like that but it's just less common for them to be those videos to be viral if they were to come out now then the time they came out was the time that celebrated it the most and same thing goes in my perspective for things that are average today are not celebrated because we look for like the ex most extreme. And so you can, going back to the only reason that I brought up that American Idol thing was he was terrible, terrible singer. And he became famous for that. And I think that's when, not necessarily that moment, but that's when I started noticing that you could become famous for being the opposite of good at something <laughs> so not average you can't you're not going to get any kind of attention for being average at something but you can be terrible at something and get so much attention or you cannot actually have a talent but be physically good looking or something like that aka kim kardashian and you'll get famous off of that and you'll be celebrated in our culture and uh, that kind of turning point for us has still is still in in effect today to where the things that are in the middle that are balanced out is not attractive or it can be attractive but it's not um, celebrated generally speaking it may be celebrated between you and friends it may be celebrated on a smaller scale but as far as the bigger picture goes I don't think it's celebrated and that can be an issue because a lot of people are affected by uh, this kind of media a lot of people are super uh, celebrity <laughs> focused uh, what is it called celebrity cultured um, America is definitely a celebrity culture society and if things aren't being celebrated on the big screen and in bigger ways then we have the tendency to also it, it, I mean I feel like those kind of things movies and that those types of media even podcasts like whatever media is coming out is a reflection of the society right so it's not that I'm saying that those movies are the reason behind why we are not finding or seeing that people want to display the qualities that would be appropriate or would be best for a life partner but I'm what I'm getting at is that that's just a reflection of the times we're at right now and again it's like the cycle so if we're not we're not projecting that within our culture and then we're projecting something else on the bigger screens then again it's getting back to us and it just goes round and round and round so um, at the end of the day 
you're going to find a lot of people who don't care about those qualities within themselves. And so when then you're searching for those qualities in somebody else, even if you've manifested them on your own, it's harder to find in somebody else. And then you, you find that you're having a harder time connecting and um, having similar goals in mind and ideas when it's kind of jumbled all over the place and um, their very much focus is not <laughs> on on creating life partnerships at all. It's more just like that that uh, those things don't matter as much as far as for you personally. You know, those aren't things that like people are um, celebrating in the media as like, oh yeah, be finding a life partner that's really important for your well-being like no being rich and um having a job if you're a woman and um being sensitive if you're a man and things that are <laughs> being pushed more um to be something that you should be going for as a not just as and, and that goes to genders too i mean i feel like I felt like a big pressure at one point when I was pregnant that I was like, I'm going to have to get a job like right afterwards. I'm going to have to make sure I work stuff. I can't stay at home. Like what? Like people look at you kind of weird, like maybe that you're oppressed as a woman if you're ever anything similar to a stay at home mom. And I think that's really weird because having somebody that is willing to stay at home and cook and clean and watch the kids is definitely something that I think is very much appreciated if you've ever been in that kind of relationship that you have somebody at home to cook and clean and it's harder let me just say financially to be in a single income situation but I'm saying if if you're ever there you know where a single income is good enough another person's at home doing all, taking care of the house taking care of the kids you you may not notice how the appreciation for that person is great and the dynamic between you and that person is often really good because if they are happy doing that and you are happy working then there's a wonderful <laughs> thing going on where one of the persons is obviously doing what they love and it benefits you in so many ways because when you come home let's say you come home to a clean house you come home to food and the kids you don't have to worry that the babysitter is you know <laughs> not doing their job well and that they're being fed correctly and the one other person that loves them just as much as you is taking care of that kid gives you an enormous amount of um of of ha I don't want to say happiness of like peace of mind almost and I'm not saying that that kind of dynamic is the only dynamic to have. Of course, two people working is sometimes just necessary. You know what I mean? It's You can't have everything <laughs> very la-la land where, you know, one income is good enough, especially nowadays. And so it's not that I think that that's the only way to, f to have a life partner. But my point is that the that kind of dynamic is less appreciated now um it's actually more appreciated if the man is the one staying at home it's seen as like something really good as far as from what i can tell a lot of people see it as a very good thing because it's appreciated that a man will take on that role 
But the thing is, it's like, why is it then not appreciated when a woman takes on that role? Even though it's traditionally been a woman's role, it's not, that doesn't make it a bad thing. So that's what I'm saying. We like stray from average and we, ex- we celebrate the non, <laughs> um, the abnormal. And abnormal is not always a bad thing, obviously, but why is it then that to make sure that abnormal is not seen bad as a bad thing or as a negative, then we have to place negative negativity on the normal, on the average. And um, that's just kind of <laughs> where my mind's been at recently, uh, something that I've been giving a lot of thought to. Um, and I will dive deeper into this like gender roles kind of situation and uh, give my personal opinion on those type of situations. Um, I think that's something that's very, like, a kind of a touchy subject nowadays, but I don't think it necessarily should be a touchy subject. And <laughs> I feel like um, you uh, you have this kind of situation where you're not allowed to have an opinion on those kind of things even if you have no ill will towards anybody, it's like, it's not, I'm not talking about people personally. I'm talking about just ideology. I'm talking about ideas. Um, I'm not trying to personally attack anybody. And it's funny how that translate into personal attacks. Like if you don't think that monogamy, uh, for example, I believe in monogamy. I, I'm monogamous. And, um, if you were to tell me that you don't believe in monogamy, that you are polyamorous, that you are this, that you are that, I do not take that and say then that's an attack on who I, me personally. So I feel like the opposite should be true, um, that it's not a personal attack. But that's already getting ahead of myself. So I'm going to stop the podcast here. This is kind of, I think this is short, right? <laughs> a quick a a shorter segment than I usually do I do have some special guests coming up on this show that I'm really excited about so stay tuned make sure like I said to follow me on Instagram because that's where I kind of let you guys know what's up especially in my stories I give you guys a sneak peek as to who I will be interviewing and that way you can follow them and see what they're about and um, yeah just keep updated on the podcast so again it's at uh, it's me Heidi V on Instagram and I think that's also my Twitter handle so in, in case you have Twitter I really don't use Twitter all that often but uh, once in a while I like to add little things as if I'm being clever usually not that cl- <laughs> clever from the feedback that I get but um, yeah so I'm gonna wrap it up I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast and review guys review this podcast if you haven't already Um, from wherever you're listening if you're not able to review it on there uh, go over to the apple uh, the itunes or go over to what's the other one google play just help give some reviews so that other people can find me and enjoy my content as well i hope (laughs) so thanks again for uh, listening and don't forget to unapologetically be a work in progress